0: Are who we thought they were. we about to well, I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter to the West right, Titans. That's left, left. 372 Y Stick Spot. The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt.
1: Well, I'm gonna go to college. I'll just play football. All right. Hour number two, underway. What did he say in his book? What? He said what? (laughs) Yeah, Jim Harbaugh. There's a book with a quote in there about how the SEC is a bunch of cheaters. Tell you exactly what he said. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Farm Bureau Insurance. Hit them up. Also uh, you can be a part of the show on the Davini Equipment phone line. Davini Equipment in Madison and Jackson, your Kubota dealer. 995-1059. There Davini they have the new Kubota Sidekick in time just for uh, in time for hunting season. 40 miles an hour that thing will go. We joked earlier instead of shooting them just run them down lasso them. that big buck. <laughs> 40 miles an hour. They say a white tail uh, deer can run 30. 40-mile-per-hour utility vehicle. Price is starting at 11495 Payments as low as 207 a month. Call them for details. Look them up. DivinityEquipment.com. What do you think about old Jim Harbaugh? Huh? What y'all think? Perpetual so, complainer. Yeah. So here it is. A new book is coming out. The title of the book is Overtime, Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines at the Crossroads of College Football. And <laughs> the name of the author is John U. Bacon. <laughs> John U. Bacon.
0: What? It should be John What You Smoking. <laughs> Crossroads of football. You ever,
1: uh, read that book, Horns in the Treetop by Who Goosed the Moose? You ever, there's another book out there you need really need to read. It's called A Dash to the Outhouse by Willie Make It. Or
0: Under the Bleachers by Seymour Butts. <laughs> that's it. And several more that I can't repeat.
1: Yeah, no, Roger, you're always willing to toe that line a little better than I am. That line you, over there we're not supposed to cross. you still you know? got a reputation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm protecting. What reputation? I'm protecting it. Um, So, it says, Harbaugh, this is from someone reviewing the book who's read it, who's gotten an advanced copy. Harbaugh, who has made plenty of enemies south of the Mason-Dixon line since taking over at Michigan, has poked the cages of SEC coaches repeatedly and in the book speaks to the disparity in spending by simply telling the author, quote, Hard to beat the cheaters. Now it's a portion of the book. Lots of questions about who the cheaters are that he referred to. What kind of cheating he's alleging. But in terms of spending, lots been made about college teams spending more money in a couple of areas. You know, they they hire these support staff, air quotes support staff. It's non on the field, you know, coaches, off the field coaches, support staff. And in the spending and recruiting. We had the numbers recently about what they're spending at Georgia. Georgia spending almost a million dollars more, twice as much as anybody else in the country, in recruiting.
0: Legally, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's see, back in 2017, the same Ross Dellinger I talked about in the first deal, he pointed out, let's see, Georgia spent more than $4.4 million on its football staff support staff during that academic year of 2015 and 16. They led the league in paying support staff about a million and a half more than the second highest program on support staff. It would be the Alabama. The, the support staff include people who take tests and stuff. Good question. Not supposed to, Roger. Roger, it's not supposed to include that. Tutoring. Right. Right. Um, let's see. Survey obtained by cbssports.com. Georgia has the latest, the largest support staff in the country at 23 members, followed by Clemson, Michigan, Texas, and Alabama. <laughs> and so there's Michigan right there in terms of the numbers of support staff as all these others. But the coach is saying it's hard to beat the cheaters. Um, let's see. Back in July was when we had, you know, what who were the biggest spenders on recruiting? You know, this past year. Georgia number 1, Alabama 2, Texas 3, Clemson 4, A&M 5, Florida State 6, and at number 7, the Michigan Wolverines. Yeah. Now, pretty much everybody in the country, you're going to hear a lot about this. If you listen to Fine Ball this afternoon, just wait. <laughs> I have a feeling they are going to dive into that one with both feet. But who are the cheaters that he's referring to? Look, um, the the whole thing on social media really took off as, you know, everybody just assumed that in the context of that conversation in the book, it's you know his comment about SEC teams, what they're paying support staff, what they're doing in recruiting, and all that kind of stuff. And the fact is, Michigan's up there with them. Now, cheating, I'm not saying they're up there with them cheating, but it's pretty well accepted that, yes, teams throughout the SEC have active booster (laughs) alumni and booster bases that get involved in recruiting. They do. All you got to do is follow the NCAA penalties over the last 10 to 15 to 20 years, and everybody's had their share of hand slaps from the NCAA, right? Like, it's... Just a fact of life
0: are we talking impermissible benefits
1: yeah impermissible benefits it could be that from alumni whether it's cash or cars or jobs or furniture or whatever you know all that kind of stuff get around the rules don't leave some kind of trail that could don't leave some kind of trail that could i don't know get you in big trouble all that kind of stuff you know if you don't think it's going on it is varying degrees sure do I have proof no I don't care is is what it is. And it's not
0: happening in Michigan?
1: Not happening yeah. in Michigan. Oh my goodness.
0: According still... probably, uh, you know, certainly not, right? Ask a Michigan He's... fan. He is getting abused on social media. I like what one of them said. So how does this explain letting Ohio State beat him up every year? <laughs> well, that means Ohio State's cheating also. Oh. Hey, listen,
1: you don't think Ohio State's ever cheating in recruiting? <laughs> you got nothing coming.
0: Oh, other comment. losers make excuses (laughs) winners find a way
1: (laughs) I love that response right I don't understand why people can't just say yeah look my school probably cheats some maybe not as much as I hope not as much as others just hope we don't get caught I kind of like watching our team play when they're not on probation why can't we just say that
0: apparently he mentioned something about a Mercedes loaner program (laughs) did he really In the book, he mentions that? Well, I'm I'm reading some of the comments on it. It says, with the Mercedes loaner program, he's directly naming Alabama. Hmm.
1: Well, you know, Nick Saban is... Talking
0: directly about Tennessee and Bama raising their cost of living, which, by the way, 100% legal. Right. They have. (laughs)
1: Well, look, Nick Saban does have, what, part ownership in a Mercedes deal?
0: That's what they're saying. This is a direct shot. Yeah.
1: Let's see, the 24-7 article. Yeah, again, I, I. you know, the snippet that has come out from the book, he He just that's says – a whole
0: chapter title, though.
1: Well, he doesn't say cheaters, though. I mean, he doesn't say the SEC. He just says cheaters. Yeah. You know, so I guess we're crossing a bridge there to, to go ahead and assume that it's about the SEC. But everybody's assuming that. Everyone is assuming that, aren't they? Paul got a re- some really good
0: feedback on that yesterday. Oh, I mean, so they had this on Feinbaum yesterday? Well, I didn't get to hear it. Yeah. It's hard to beat the cheaters with a crappy QB and uh, crappy play calling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Here's Edited another, for radio. Here's another
1: quote in the book. If you want to make Michigan great and make yourself great, this is a great place to be. Harbaugh says in the book, the ones you have to oversell what we have to offer, you know, it's not going to work. If you don't get the appeal of the program of a Michigan education, of the kind of camaraderie you get working with like-minded people, well, I don't know what to tell you. You'll probably be happier somewhere else. And maybe we will be too. (laughs) Now that is a heck of a recruiting pitch right there. It really is. You going to buy the book? No, man, I don't remember the last time I went out and bought a hard copy of a book and read it. When I read You're, things, I get you know like online, I or I get the, um, you know, buy it on Apple iTunes, buy a copy of the book, flip through it there. You know what I'm saying on my phone or iPad. Yeah, did you read Swing Your Sword? No, but I want. Did you read that the Mike Leach book?
0: No, it's that sat around the studio for a year. Oh Should've
1: man, snagged it. Somebody snagged it. I wish I had my hands on that. I guess I could get it. I just never did. Always wanted to, never did.
0: Yeah. It'll um, be on sale now.
1: Yeah, it would be. Mike Leach. Hey, listen to this. <laughs> You're gonna love this since you you love, you have an affinity for Coach Leach the same way that I do. Since we're talking about coaches, yeah. Mike Leach cannot understand people who hate cats. The most entertaining coach in all of college sports, he really may be the most entertaining coach, just period, is Mike Leach at Washington State. It was announced last week that HBO is going to do a um, hard knocks type behind-the-scenes series this year on HBO with Washington State. It's going to be outstanding. It has me considering resubscribing to HBO. I dropped it a while back.
0: Imagine if they'd done last year. <laughs> yeah.
1: And listen, what I'm telling you, Roger, is if you don't follow Mike Leach on Twitter, you need to. It's a lot of good stuff. He hardly ever tweets out anything not interesting. It is not always related to football. It's not. He tweeted this yesterday I can't figure out people that hate cats. <laughs> Is what he says. Is that, is that it? No, there's more. I okay. ju- I'm just so tickled, man. I just I want to
0: soak it up here.
1: <laughs> I can't. He put hate in but, all caps.
0: <laughs> because I would not be surprised if that was the end of it.
1: <laughs> I know it. He tweeted, "I can't Random figure thoughts out, with I can't, Mike <laughs> I can't figure out people that hate cats. He put hate in all caps. How do people generate that much animosity towards cats?" He says, and then he follows up, it's just a cat. How is it different than, say, a squirrel or a duck or a canary? <laughs> <laughs> now, you have to wonder what sparked this with Mike Leach. You just have to wonder. What sparked it? What brought this on? Uh, So then... Somebody who imitates him on Twitter. Mike Leach, but on Twitter it's the Pullman Pirate. So it's um it's a it's a fake Mike Leach account tweeted at him and says they think they're just a little too good for everyone else. They simply think they are superior. And the real Mike Leach, head coach at Washington State University, responded to that and said, It troubles me that a significant number of people value the opinion of a cat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spot on. <laughs> it's like. It's pithy and it's, and it's on target. i
1: pour some coffee on that one. Listen, Roger, it's like he had. It's like he knew he could spark a little comment or two to open a debate and then close it.
0: <laughs> Makes me want to get a Twitter account.
1: You need to get one, Roger. And your Twitter handle could be at. Um, cynical roger (laughs) what i mean would you like at cynical roger or at sarcastic roger better because see if you did here's the thing about it you could almost get away with anything tweeting anything if your handle is at sarcastic roger there you go you don't think i get shadow banned that's what i'm saying i don't think you would because you'd be letting everybody know on the front you're you're sarcastic so if you go controversial, you can say, ah, just, just sarcasm. <laughs> right? <laughs> I could be the sarcastic cat. You really could. <clears throat> Get in a dialogue with Leach. You know, speaking of coaches and cats, one of the funnier Twitter accounts several years ago, and I, I don't know if it's still active or not, but there was a coach at Nebraska named Bo Pelini. You remember? I remember that? I remember that name.
0: That name, Bo Pelini? Well... Sounds like Panini. Yeah. Well,
1: then, he he was at LSU as a defensive coordinator, and then he took the head coaching job at Nebraska. And so while he was at Nebraska, somebody created a fake Twitter account for him called Faux Pollini. And I'll never forget, it was really a funny person behind it. It was constantly tweeting funny stuff. And his avatar was a picture of the real Bo Pellini who had posed for a picture with a cat. Yeah, I mean, right. Right. The only other thing that I can throw at you regarding Mike Leach today, it's funny how we've we, you know, weaved this web. Somehow we have gone from Harbaugh to Leach now. Mike Leach and his not understanding why some people hate cats, but I also saw Mike Leach tweet this yesterday. I wonder if you're going to mention it. The headline from... From the New York Post was, fish with two mouths caught in upstate New York shocks anglers. It's a real story. That's all over national news. A woman in upstate New York caught this fish. It has two mouths. The thing has, I don't even know how to explain it to you. You just have to see it. You can see it at newyorkpost.com, nypost.com if you want to see it. Or just check Mike Leach's Twitter feed because he retweeted it, and you know what his comment was. Roger, did you see what Mike Leach's comment was about the no, two-mouth fish? Mike Leach said, "A fish with two mouths is easier to catch."
0: <laughs> he was busy yesterday. <laughs> he was. It was also revealed, you know, after he's going to be on HBO, right? So yeah, then he's he he revealed he watched Naked and Afraid and has seen some of the Raiders seasons of Hard Knocks but not much else and they asked him about and he's not a real fan of reality TV and he called The Bachelor atrocious <laughs> I'm so proud of him for that The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is
1: absolute trash it is horrible and I, I'll be honest with you I gave I didn't go overboard to the point of like being mean or nasty or anything but I did give my wife and her sister and her mother a hard time about watching that stuff. And they don't watch it anymore. So I'm like, you know, what if your daughter walks in and catches some of that?
0: It is trash. Well, they've got a new show that's more, you know, honest. These shows, allegedly, people are trying to get married and find the one. And this other one, Love Island, they're just doing the... The stuff you don't want your kid to walk in on. Mm-hmm. Man, Roger, I'm gonna be honest with you. Last night, um, this
1: new iteration of 90210 is on yeah. network television now. You've seen the promos and stuff. Yeah, I call it uh, 90210. That's what it is, you know. And and some of them didn't make it. Right. What was the guy's name? Luke was Perry.
0: Luke, Luke Perry. Yeah. Passed away. Mm-hmm.
1: But anyway. I have a, it's it's interesting. I have a friend here in Tupelo who works at the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. He's a writer for the Daily Journal, and Roger, he's like best friends with one of the main actors on Nine Hundred Two One Zero, one of the guys, not Jason. What is his name? I don't know the name, but it's the other Priestley. Guy. Priestley, yeah, not Jason Priestley, but the other another guy. He's like best buds, and and hosts a podcast with him. It's pretty cool. And my friend's name is Derek. He got to go out to California where they were filming some of this and had a lot of pictures and everything. anyway, it's kind of neat. So my wife and daughter were coming home last night from Wednesday night church. I'm at home. I had things to do, didn't get to make it to the start of church. So I I just go home, ate and was getting some more work done. But before they came home, I flipped through the guide on my television. I see this new iteration of 90210s coming on last night at like 7 o'clock or whatever it was. And I knew my wife was a big fan of the show back when she was a teenager. And so I hit record, thinking she might want to watch it. Well, but she happened to get home in time to see the beginning. So, Roger, I tell my wife, I say, you know, hey, homecoming queen, it's about to start. You got to sit down and watch. I go, okay. So she sat down on the couch. And my 8-year-old daughter... Sat down in the room as well and was, you know, getting out a couple of things on homework, about to get started when that show began on our television. And you know how, like, a TV show will have a lead up, like a promo that, not a promo, but last time on this show, here's what happened, you know, before they start this episode. And no joke. The very first two shots that pop up on the television were number one. I said like last time on 90210. Was it a, a shot of two people making out that was way inappropriate? And then it cut immediately, boom, to the next shot of a guy saying something that in no shape, form, fashion should ever be said on network television. And And, I mean, it's in like the first five seconds. So my eight-year-old caught all of it. And I'm like, that's why we watch the Hallmark Channel and sporting events only. I, I cannot trust network television anymore
0: with my eight year old. Can't trust it. It's I'm just a long way since Sanford and Son and Yeah. What's happening?
1: I cannot afford to run the risk of letting her watch shows on network television anymore. Can't do it. Not now anyway. Not at eight. All right, just getting started in an hour two. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Back on the show. High school football tonight. Kick it off baby that's what I'm talking about got a text from 100 grand and said game weekend starts today Matt let's go NFL High School College starting today yes sir I need uh, I'm gonna play some music here while I tell you who's playing tonight let's choose one let's choose a fight song um I tell you what I like this one this is from Troy it's one of my favorite fight songs. All right, the games I'm seeing now, I'm at max preps. If I leave one out, y'all let me know. Stringer at Bay Springs or a stringer to home team? <laughs> Pearl versus Clinton tonight, 7 o'clock. Ooh, yeah. Yazoo County versus Kosciuszko. Silva Bay versus Brookhaven Academy. Taylorsville Scotch Central, come on with that one now. Murrah versus Wingfield. Lloyd Starr versus Mount Olive, the home of Steve McNair. And Tish County versus Tupelo Christian Prep. I'm looking at eight games tonight. Pearl Clinton is the big one. So y'all head on out there tonight. Behave yourself. Behave yourself. Have some ballgame nachos for me. The great thing about ballgame nachos is if they make you sick, well, they're supposed to. <laughs>
0: All right, um, you get the jalapenos with yours? I don't. I'm not a I love
1: hot stuff. Like, you know, spicy hot, make me sweat. The hotter the better. A hot sauce, love it. But jalapenos, I don't like the taste, that sweet and that smell. Wow. I'm not a, a opposed to hot stuff. I just don't like jalapenos. Not my favorite. Um before I go to Jason, he tipped me off to something, Roger, that you have to hear. So Roger, if the phone's ringing off the hook, you just listen to this.
0: Still, just you.
1: Jason on Twitter said, Matt, you know, check this out. And I looked it up. And on Mike Leach's Twitter feed, the Mike Leach blue check mark, Coach underscore Leach from Washington State, he posted this. It's a picture with a caption. Roger, it's like a baby doll <laughs> laying up on the shelf, and it says. Instead of Elf on the Shelf in December, I'm doing A Doll in the Hall in October. Basically, you take a creepy Annabelle porcelain doll that your kids already believe is haunted and keep secretly moving it around the house. <laughs> For an extra festive touch, I put the doll right in the bed with one of the kids whenever they throw it in the trash. <laughs> It's day three, and they want to move. Hashtag doll in the hall. <laughs> Isn't that great? Could you do that to you, youngin'? I couldn't do it to her. I love her to death. <laughs> but I could do it to my wife now. I tell you, And, and I love my wife to death, too, but she can handle it.
0: <laughs> She'll be scarred forever.
1: Huh? <laughs> She's not going But let me tell you now, my wife... She would, they she'd haul off and just pop me if I sprung out from around a corner and just scared her. You know, she does not like being scared.
0: I wonder and, if everybody knows that she works on the show every day. Who? My wife? Your wife. Yeah. She sure does, doesn't she? She's show. got one job. <laughs> and this is it right here.
1: You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.
0: What a voice. That's the homecoming queen, y'all. Let me tell you something now.
1: She, let me tell you now, that voice right there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she's got the voice now. I'm telling you, Roger. Okay, and she was in television. She was a uh, an anchor, local television anchor reporter, and she just has a great speaking voice. She's done some voiceover things, but and I keep telling her how not f- enough women in the business. There's it's always a- hard finding a good. You know, female voice. You're exactly right. And I keep telling her how good she would be on the radio. Because number one, she's hilarious. Like everything she says is funny because she does not have a filter. There is no filter in that woman. If she thinks it, it's blah. Here it comes. Which is great for radio. And she has the voice for it. She's interesting. But she she just didn't have any desire to do it. None. She won't even come on my show. Live. Doesn't wanna do it. I've she's got to get, it out. I am putting a microphone in here and I'm gonna start convincing her to come in here. And I'm gonna get my daughter on the show some during football season, Roger.
0: She's gonna do picks. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna do some picks with Mary Liddy and I'd be interested to know what, you know, her metrics are gonna be. Is she gonna look at the the uniform? Yeah.
1: That's really that's a good question. I'm not sure. Elements. She's I tell you, of course she's eight. She has not ever really been into uniforms i've tried to talk to her about it before she didn't really care but she's really into mascots like the elephant and the tiger you know and she knows animal lover right she kind of knows the story and history and stuff behind the difference between the the shark and the colonel sort of thing at Ole miss of course she loves a bulldog yeah so that might be one thing that will come up when we have her do picks for sure Hey, here we go. Divinity Equipment Phone. Davini Equipment in Madison. And in Jackson, your Kubota dealer, Jason, who tipped me off to Mike Leach's Halloween doll in the hall idea on Twitter, now called us from Flagstaff, Arizona. Jason, I appreciate you sending me that because that, I mean, that's classic Mike Leach, man. Doll in the hall in October. <laughs> I appreciate That's you hilarious, that. but
0: I don't think I sent that.
1: Well, let me see. Hold on. You didn't different
0: see Jason, it. Different Jason,
1: maybe. Let me see if it's a different Jason. Harping. Jason. Uh, Roger. faux Oh, that wasn't you. That was Chris. Yeah, Chris. Hey, Chris, you get the credit. Jason didn't send it. Chris is the one who tipped me off to it. Yeah, okay. What's up, Jason?
0: <laughs> uh, nothing much, uh a couple of things uh, the thing you mentioned about not letting your kid watch network tv i did that mm. with my son like we don't watch anything on tv at all anymore we just watch old the and stuff like that
1: right do you remember <clears> what <throat> i guess it was what probably 2 years ago when that channel that used to be abc family it was the abc family movie which we know abc is a disney thing and yeah. They, It was all family shows, reruns, sitcoms, totally saved, commercials were family, all this. And they just made this decision to totally drop the name and change it, to drop the format. They changed it to a channel now called Freeform. And, And when you watch, if you turn it on Freeform, they still show some good movies at times. But if the commercials land and some of their original programming land in front of your kid... Uh, you're a bad parent, <laughs> because let me just yeah. tell you, it is not kid-appropriate.
0: Yeah, I just got tired of the, the kids' shows, quote-unquote, on Nickelodeon and all that. The teenagers are half-naked, and the little kids' shows are speaking Spanish to kids that can't even speak English yet.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I just started going on to, we just started watching old stuff. Yeah.
1: You know, we still do um, you know, think about it, you know, there's a lot of the the kids Disney channels that still has a lot of programming that's plenty fine and the commercials are fine. But yes, what we did is we went in onto the her we got an iPad. We kind of went in and dictated what she can see on the kids YouTube app. So it's kids YouTube. Yeah. And so we know exactly what she's watching. So a lot of that stuff is okay, but You really have to be careful. It's not like when we were kids, Jason. Hey, my music started, man. I got to split. I appreciate your phone call.
0: All right, then Y'all have a good day. Yeah,
1: you too. Appreciate the call. Larry Bird never had tattoos. Somebody gave him some, though, and he's mad about it. Tell you the details coming up next. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go with the home team.
0: You're listening to the Matt Wyatt
1: Show. This radio show stays connected to you around the clock because of C-Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Just a reminder, if your phone's a little banged up around, you know, rough around the edges, you want to get it fixed, head on into C Spire locations all across the state. They can fix it for you while you wait most times. Certified phone repair centers inside a C Spire store. Check it out. How would you feel if you were a celebrity, a famous person? You don't have tattoos. You just never did go out and get them. Nothing wrong with tattoos. You just never made that decision. You know, your arms aren't tatted up. You don't have sleeves. You don't have that neck tattoo, face tattoo like Mike Tyson. You know, you just don't have tattoos. How would you feel if that was you and somebody painted a mural of you, big, huge mural of you out in public somewhere, and covered you with tattoos? (laughs) How would you feel about that?
0: Roger, would you be okay with it? Uh, I wouldn't really be upset about it. i got to say that he looks a lot cooler than he really is. <laughs> I mean, they do, tatted do you, him up good. Do you have tattoos? Uh, no.
1: Yeah. I don't either. I never did go into it. I do think it's kind of I – like, I see a lot of tattoos. I think it's really neat. I just never have gone into getting them. There's no part of my body that
0: I need to draw attention to. I think that's me right there.
1: I had a football coach over in Germany after college who was going through the process of having r- tattoos all over his arms removed. You know, he had gotten them when he was a young guy. And so at that time, he was up in his late 40s, early 50s, and a professional and always wore long sleeves to cover him up. He was not proud of them and he was getting them removed. Yeah. Anyway, back to the story. NBA legend Larry Bird <laughs> is uh, a little upset. He got upset,
0: and he even got the
1: face tattoo. I just noticed. You notice that? Yeah, he's one of these guys. He's adamant that he's not a tattoo guy, you know, and, and he doesn't in real life. Larry Bird, he never did while he was playing, and he doesn't now have two tattoos. He doesn't, but a port- reportedly not happy at all. With a new mural in Indiana, his home state, that pictures him as a very tatted up individual. So TMZ reports, the NBA legend's attorney reached out to an artist named Jules Muck, who she created this tribute to Larry Bird on a Fountain Square building in Indianapolis, Indiana. It shows a young Larry Bird with his ink on his face, chest, arms, all this. The joke in the story was that he looks like a SoundCloud rapper. But <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. So it's a take on a photo of him that was um, part of a 1977 Sports Illustrated shoot. He's in his Indiana State uniform, which is uh, kind of Carolina blue and white. Number his, you know, famous number 33. He's got it, blonde hair leaning over towards the camera. Shushing the camera—that's kind of the pose. And she did a mural of this in Indianapolis, and there it is. And she drew tattoos all over him.
0: Apparently, this was a widely distributed portrait of him from back in the day. The yeah that she used very famous
1: on one forearm. It says Indiana on his left bicep. There's a clover leaf. You know the Celtics. A spider web tatted on one shoulder. On the palm of his hand, a basketball. On his, rabbits. on his other other forearm, uh two rabbits multiplying. <laughs>
0: um In
1: flagrante,
0: as we say. Yeah.
1: He's got, you know how people get the backs of their fingers tattooed with a four letter word. His just B I R D bird on his fingers. Uh the number 76 on his shoulder, and I'm not sure what that's for. I guess I don't know. And then um he actually has like a cardinal, the face of a cardinal tatted on his left cheek on his face. <laughs> you know, all this stuff that she did in the mural. Here oh, this is was the, from oh, okay I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna the say seventy-seven
0: Sports Illustrated cover. Okay, I, I see. Where she got the original image. So he
1: was in college in 76. Um, the artist now, the most recent update, tells the indie star that she has reached a compromise with Larry Bird. And agreed to remove all the tattoos except for the Indiana on his left arm. She gets to leave that one on there. Not real tattoos. It's all a mural.
0: I hope I haven't wasted your time. You know, his attorney says the former Indiana Pacers executive needs to protect his brand. It doesn't want to be seen as a tattooed guy. Okay, that's his brand. The
1: XFL officially announced team names and logos for the upcoming 2020 season. Have you seen them, Roger? No, I have not. Here are the names for the XFL teams. This new league that McMahon, the wrestling guy, is popping out here for the XFL 2020. The Dallas Renegades. Okay. The D.C. Defenders. The Houston Roughnecks, the Los Angeles Wildcats, the New York Giants, sorry, Guardians, the New York Guardians, the Seattle Dragons, okay, all right, now here's one for you, the St. Louis Battlehawks, (laughs) what, no, what, and here's the thing, Roger. It's two words, but they combine them into one, but have two capital letters. The word it's it's one word, Battlehawks, but the B and the H are capitalized. All I'm right. looking
0: at a different version, probably on the NFL.com okay. site. Okay.
1: It's all caps. It's all caps. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, the Tampa Bay Vipers. Yeah. Listen, I mean, is that what we have to do? With all these leagues and these teams, the defenders, the renegades, <laughs> the roughnecks, the you know the the guardians, the only like ha- typical nickname in the whole thing, mascot nickname, whatever, is the Wildcats of Los Angeles,
0: the Guardians, the Dragons, the, the Roughnecks. That's kind of like the Green Bay Packers, kind of an in, but at least. the... the I know. The, the Seattle Dragons though completely different. If you had to pick which one of these doesn't belong, you know, in the old mm-hmm. back the highlights magazine. Here we go. Right.
1: The Vipers of Tampa Bay. Why does everything have to be so
0: like just sci-fi? <laughs> really, you know, are these colors kind of go along with other teams in those areas? You got the uh, red, white, and blue with the Houston Roughnecks. Yeah, I'm trying and the to... the yellow with Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah. Well, but see, Tampa... I don't see any similarities other than the Houston Roughnecks. They have a similar red color as the Houston Texans. But that's really the only similarity I see to any of the NFL things. The Dallas team, the Dallas Renegades, is kind of a light blue.
0: <laughs> the guy with the Kerchief over his face like he's robbing the place. Right. The the Guardians, the New York one, that's an odd one. It's like a cat with a Pharaoh hat on. Yeah. I mean, like, what is that? Kind of a thing. Right, Roger. What is that? Angry Sphinx. (laughs) That's what I want to call it.
1: The New York Guardians, but we don't know what the heck that is. Barrett on my Twitter feed says, What exactly is a roughneck? Is that PC for redneck or what?
0: That's one of those guys that works in those oil fields. Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. The though. hard-working fella, and you don't want to mess with him.
1: Okay, I see it. Because they have, like, a video to promo each name and team that they put out there. Here's what it said. Okay, so they did a tweet. The XFL did a tweet as they released each team name and mascot. For the Houston Re- Re- or, excuse me, Roughnecks, I almost said Rednecks, Houston Roughnecks, it says, mercenaries in the muck. Brawlers in the blackened dirt. <laughs> the scratching, grinding, never-bending few. <laughs>
0: oh <my God. laughs>
1: and, uh,
0: yeah. and exactly none of them are from here. <laughs>
1: uh, they just moved in last week. Uh, D.C. Defenders, one quest. Again, this is from the XFL in their tweet. One quest, one purpose, one resolve. Seeking glory through grit. <laughs> Victory through valor. Uh, what else we got? The Dallas Renegades. They tweeted. I that's
0: where How Mummy is now. He, is he with the Renegades? Like an offensive uh, okay. assistant there, I think.
1: Yeah. Okay. Deep in the heart of Texas beats a different kind of pulse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read it. I think these are the same guys that write the script for... Jim Nance. (laughs) Listen to this. The next line on the Dallas Renegades. A swagger that can't be denied.
1: (laughs) This is hell on wheels between hash marks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is straight out of like a wrestling promotion. The Los Angeles Wildcats. This is primetime meets primal instinct. This is showtime with a snarl.
0: I want the linebacker to grab the Opposing quarterback and body slamming. That's going to make this interesting. Bring a little bit more of the uh, WWE in there.
1: The Seattle Dragons, relentless, ruthless, ravenous, not of mythology, but of muscle and might. And the Battle Hawks of St. Louis, winged warriors preparing for flight, preparing to fight. Their mission create chaos, win at all costs. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. Battle Hawks. <laughs> See y'all tomorrow. See ya. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.